Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. Just kidding. <laughs> Oh boy, we're here. We're here. Yeah, it's both. It's August first. Um, I. It's one of the pagan holidays. Lugan, Lugus, Lugsta. I don't know how to say it. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Lug, Lug. It's probably not said that way. But look up the like how to pronounce it thing. Okay, <laughs> Just, how? <laughs> You're. <laughs> I'm a little concerned right now. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I. It's one of those. I've seen it like, written like three different ways. I know. It's, I don't. Lamas. Lamas. Yeah, yes. I've said, I. Sorry. It's it Lamas or Lama? Lama. Lugnasad is the one I was yes. thinking that was incorrect. We're learning today. In modern Irish, it'd be Lunasa. That's much That's, that's pretty much sick. Nicer. I like that better. I like that. It's a harvest holiday. I also like Lama. I like llama as well. It's a harvest holiday, and I do love the harvest holidays. I'm making a baked brie later with some Ooh, jam. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Oh, not always Lisa Lunasa. That's a Lunasa. much better name than how I was saying. Llama. 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 I I just like making fun food for all of the all of the lovely lovely pagan holidays. Ooh, a blueberry cobbler. Mm. Hey, I'm gonna Ooh. put blueberry jam into the brie with. Uh, puff pastry on top and then bake it so you make fancy things i just <laughs> literally make like pudding mixed with like cool whip and put oreos in there and i'm like we're good to go that's those fine are good too. don't don't knock on those icebox pies <laughs> those are very good they're very good they're very good um but yes welcome thank you for joining us as usual uh this episode i mean we fell into this episode because we were watching all those documentaries but this is actually a pretty common like alien thing. I don't know. We're gonna cover some current events first, and then we're gonna dive in straight to this. I don't know. Did you have a current event? Kayla? I I didn't have a current event. The only current events I've like been dealing with are the fact that the Mothman Festival is coming up, and I did want to talk it about is. that. So September, the weekend of September sixteenth, the Mothman Festival is happening in Point Pleasant. And if you haven't mm-hmm. been in the Discord, those of us that are able to go are going to try and meet up, say hello. I'm going to make another video, like the the Bigfoot convention. Yes. Holly and I's friend West will be there. He's flying in, <laughs> which is ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. That's going to be ridiculous. So I'm going to make him help with the video. It'll be a great time. So please, if you can make it. I'm just going for Saturday, just for the day. Um, I think lodging is pretty... Some of the people in the Discord were looking for lodging, and it's pretty bad, like hard to really? find. Hmm. But that'll be fun. There's a another my all my current events are events. So and also this coming Saturday, there is a cryptid fest in Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, I might try to go it's to popping that. off. Yeah, I might try to go to that, but I also might just sleep unknown. So you know, if you're in the West Virginia area, that's happening. And then in 
October. There's Squatchtober. The guy, the guy that oh puts, my, that's right, yeah, that's right. Squatchtoberfest. Squatchtoberfest is happening. It's by the guy who put on the Bigfoot convention that I made the video of. It'll be in Weir's Cave, Virginia. So if you go to EC Bro on Instagram, EC Bro Zone, I think it is. Um, yeah. I'll share the post after this, but that's gonna be Squatchtoberfest. So those are all my current events is that apparently the cryptids are popping off in the Virginia, yeah. West Virginia area. I don't think we have anything over here, <sighs> like right now. Not much at all. Uh, our Ren Fair is happening this month, so Ooh, that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. So I actually get to go to the Ren Fair again after an extremely too long of a hiatus, which I love the Ren Fair. The Ren Fair so. rules. There's going to be, I'm going to go to the Maryland one this year, which I think yes. starts in September, maybe. It's so good. I love the Ren Fair. It is so good. Yeah, so that's it. Um, my other current event was I was doing my usual collapse research. <laughs> my usual collapse research, and I found that this actually exists, which this looks like a Black Mirror thing. Like, this doesn't look real at all. Like, at all. You have to, so this is, <laughs> there's a survival community in the middle, in the middle of, like, Ohio, I think. That makes sense. And there's, oh, Indiana. Oh, that also makes sense. No offense. And... It's huge. Like, it's actually, like, there's already bunkers there. Like, there's already bunkers at this place, and you have to apply to, like, get in. So you, and you have to prove that you have, like, like, skills. And I just, you just have to see the website. This is the website. Just, just go. It's just, <laughs> just go to just, it. Like, there's a video, like, it's, it's very much like, it's very much like a, a like a bad Black Mirror episode and it's just like the world might be ending get yourself a bunker for thirty thousand dollars and i'm like okay <laughs> oh yeah because anyway. this is the this is the website you sent me and it's like yeah vivos definition one be alive live two yeah. reside three survive and they show like a pool and i'm like is there a pool here like <laughs> this sounds pretty sweet apocalypse pool so that was funny. Apparently people are just building full-on, like, bunker cities for the end of the world, which is wild. It is wild. I, I looked at the skills and it was, like, doctor. Like, prepper. Like, it had, like, <laughs> it had all these things listed. But yeah, so that's an actual place that exists, which is, I'm not sure is it more upsetting or more... I don't know. It's kind of upsetting. It's upsetting and I feel like exp like overpriced, but that's most things. Way in life. overpriced. Way overpriced. Like, are you kidding? Like, why why is it that much money? Also, I don't want to be around other people in the apocalypse. No. Isn't that the opposite <laughs> of what we want? Here's your post apocalyptic community. Isn't that just the fallout plot that right? they put people in like bunker yeah, communities? Just, yeah, and it's like some one of them they're gonna inject you with mushroom spores or turn you into zombies. Like one of them's gonna be one of them's gonna be bad. Like, you one know of that. them, one th that one is the one that has uh, an HOA. So <laughs> it's, a, it's an HOA bunker. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, um, I'm sorry, but uh, you painted. Uh, we're all gonna die on your bunker, and that's against the HOA. That's actually in rule five. You can't do personal yeah. graffiti stating your opinion yeah. on things. Yeah, you need to be a lot more positive in this community. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, so that's, I don't know. The Collapse subreddit is still one of my favorites. Um, and the Info Warrior rides. That one's my favorite, too. Because it's just people sharpieing their cars uh, with things about the end of the world. And that's also hilarious to me. Oh boy. 
Yup, yup, yup. Be more pos- I didn't know Panera Bread was such a- such a tyrant to work for. Are they? <laughs> Gamer Darius said be more positive, so it's like working for Panera Bread. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. But their sandwiches are so good. I don't know about that, Kayla. <laughs> They're not that good. I've had one sandwich there and it was good! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it was partly because it was free. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I had a great time. Dar- Daria said, oh, I have to say hello in a super positive mood to my boss each day or I'm being negative. Uh, that sounds like she needs some help. Or they. Yeah. All right. So this episode, now that we've covered some current events that have no point to anything we're going about to talk about. <laughs> so we've been watching a lot of documentaries recently. And in one of the ones we watched, it talked about people that think that they have been abducted by aliens Mm -hmm. and also impregnated by the aliens, possibly, or have their non-born baby fetus stolen by aliens to do genetic testing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All Um, those things. This is actually a very common trope for abductions. It happens a lot. They're very, they're all like, I don't know, abductions have a lot of similar situations happening, which is really weird. I always find that really weird. Mm -hmm. We, in the previous episodes, we've talked about like my mom's abduction story where she had a reoccurring dream where she looked outside and saw the trees moving. Uh, Something small next to her told her everything's going to be okay. And she saw my grandma being taken into a light. Hate that. And then uh, they told her that my grandma had a broken arm. And then for until my mom was like 12, like um, like adolescence, 13 years old, she had chronic nosebleeds. And then when she turned 13, the nosebleeds stopped and the dream stopped at the same time. So she was like convinced she was abducted. My mom was also just like super not mentally well. But at the same time, like, I don't think she lied about this because it didn't really like it didn't like stroke her narcissism at all right (laughs) like it was just like a weird story doesn't make her look good right so it was just like a weird story so i feel like there's a little bit of truth in there but yeah and this this was actually in indiana weirdly enough it was in indiana because that was where her grandfather's house was like in the middle of nowhere indiana which gives makes me feel like that's even more relevant because that's one of those places i feel like those sorts of things happen all the time right but yeah as and reoccurring dreams is spooky But, yeah. So, this is... There was no reproductive things in her story, though. This is specifically about people having dreams or having encounters where they actually imagine, like, or see these aliens, like, taking reproductive tissue from them or, like, reproductive fluids from men and women. And what's weird is in the documentary, one of the documentaries I watched, they talked about... A different person talked about how they took a needle and put it in their belly button. And that was what Betty and Barney Hill talked about. Oh, I hate that. She's, she said that they put a needle into her belly button. Uh, Betty Hill did. So. That <laughs> makes me, like, because like, no. when when you have to, like, clean your belly button, it makes me want to barf. Like, I cannot <laughs> deal with things in my belly button. Like, <laughs> why? It's just it's just a skin hole. It just feels weird, like, when you, like, touch in your belly button. You know what I mean? It just makes me want to barf. I mean, I... It, yeah. It's gross. I mean, it's not great. I think just being a human is gross. Like, it's not great. It's not great. <gasps> so, like, a needle going in, I'm like, you might as well just fucking kill yeah. me. Like, I would rather hole. die. <laughs> like, just... Just, like, finish, just kill me. Finish the job Don't put anything in my point. belly button. 
My belly button's a no-no area. <laughs> yeah, that's a no-no. That's my no-no square is my belly button, okay? Well, Ugh. I don't know. That that whole thing kind of, I'm just like, okay, aliens. <laughs> what's what's going on here? Why, why are, like, why, like, isn't there, like, couldn't you just stick you anywhere else? Why anywhere. Anywhere else. <laughs> like, is it because, like, we won't see it? Well, is it because is of, why? like, the umbilical cord, right? Well, I mean, I get, like, like, they were like, oh, you could, like, get to your uterus from your belly button. I'm yeah. like, I guess. Sure, you like, can get I to guess. it from another I mean, area. Too. If it's a long needle, like, I guess just, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I there must be some reason. Or if this, let's say, ew, no. Jerry said that uh, her husband had his appendix out via his belly button. Well, I didn't. <laughs> okay, let's just <laughs> my god stop that's like the worst thing i did they cut his belly button oh i'm gonna cry <laughs> they're so disturbed they're so disturbed oh my god oh my i'm god. sorry it's fine it's don't pretend it didn't happen <laughs> pretend it didn't happen oh my gosh oh my god no i don't want to see the scar <laughs> oh my god you guys are gonna kill kayla uh... she's gonna pass away She's gonna pass away. Wait, wait, wait. So yeah. was was the majority I'm of the sip of my Topo Chico. Take a sippy. Have a sip of my Topo Chico. Was the majority of the stuff you watched about the aliens collecting like reproductive DNA? Yes. Mine uh I watched the Ancient Aliens episode about it. <laughs> and then I also looked up some websites to read. But the Ancient Aliens okay. one, I I will admit, admittedly, I did pay 75% attention to it because those that's hard to watch. But they talk a bit about just how star children are defined as children who are just cognitively and like, edu- like they're just so much smarter than normal children. And they referenced one kid who was reading at 10 months old. Like he could just read. He started reading, which is baffling to me. But, and they list, they went yeah, through a lot of crazy, different ones. Yeah, that's like a very small child. That's like a I baby. Just, that's an infant. Yeah, yeah I just met. One of my friend's babies who was like, I don't know how old her baby was, like six months old or something. I don't know how to interact with babies. Yeah, me neither. But like, I, I literally like held my hand them. out like I did to the chickens. Yeah. I was like, burr, burr. <laughs> like <laughs> But then like the baby liked me and I was like singing songs to the baby. And then it like grabbed me and I was like, ah, <laughs> like, like alien hand. No, it was very sweet. But I would hate to see that baby be sentient enough to read because yeah. it's too small and that would mess me up. 10 months old, they said. So. That's too small. So that's, that's like, not even a year old. So that was their concept of star children. That and the fact they did a lot of like scientific study into the fact that the human race has has like proportionately evolved so much in the past like decade. Like, a right. lot. Like, way, like, an obscene amount. I don't know, man. Like, if you go on Twitter, I don't think <laughs> we've gone we that far. <laughs> I don't think we've gone that far. I, I don't think know. <laughs> well, their point was, like, somewhere along the line, perhaps there is some DNA, like, some, some intermingling with an alien race. Because also there's the base evolutionarily homo sapiens bred with the other, is it, it's not homo erectus, it's homo... Something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Homo superior? That might have been what came after, but it was like uh, Neanderthals yeah, and Homo sapiens. Two different things, I think. Yeah. Those. Yeah. But basically, there's also some mystery DNA in there that scientists, yes. I think, were just like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. 
But the ancient aliens guy was like, uh, no, <laughs> that's the basis of my whole theory that aliens came yeah. down and made out with humans. And mm-hmm. he actually went into a story that I looked up of the first star child who was the, oh. the adopted brother of Pythagoras. Do you oh, know about that? Yeah, I remember like vaguely vaguely but tell us the story because I, I i don't remember that much about it so i'm gonna i'll read you i looked up an article on pro procaffeination.com just to pull up the story but there's a famous story of the father of pythagoras who once found a child in the garden staring at the sun and he named the child astraeus which means star child so he literally was named star child he took that child and gave it to his son pythagoras which is weird a weird statement Many researchers believe that Astraeus helped Pythagoras to crack all the mathematical equations, and he was also behind the fabulous theories of Pythagoras. No one knows where Astraeus came from. He was believed to be the first star child on Earth. Because they, so like the whole theory or the whole story is that he like, his dad was just walking along and was like, oh shit, there's a kid here. And he was just like concentrating and being very calm and apparently like was this Hmm. very overly intelligent child like a very very young child so perhaps that was the first star child literally named star child and he and pythagoras uh took all the credit for (laughs) all of the stuff that he did maybe so interesting maybe the first star child astraeus astraeus that's a i know so cool yeah interesting yeah so they don't um, talk about like his parents being aliens or whatever, but they they kind of use that the the base fact that he was an exceptional child to link to yeah. modern day exceptional children. And they talked about a couple children, like there was this one girl. They talked about a study in China where they studied like thousands of children with special what are this? They didn't call it superhuman abilities. It was like some term for having extra abilities beyond normal human capabilities. Oh, yeah. They could, mm-hmm. they could use telepathy. They could move objects. They could, like, read people's minds and shit. Like, Wait, they could... They, yeah. They, they had telepathy? Yeah, that's what they claim. Where's the videos cl- that's, of this? I know, right? That's what they claim. And they claim that one child, like, reached out and manipulated time and made flowers bloom and stuff. Yeah, so there's apparently right, well, allegedly some strange study in China that occurred where that claimed all of this. See some video I know. of this. Well, they had stock <laughs> footage, so you could watch that for the stock footage of the child <laughs> like levitating an apple. Right, yeah. But a lot of, there were there were a couple of these children or one of these children that claimed like literally claimed that her dad was from space and she lived in space and she was supposed to live in space. So, like, out of nowhere, huh. just started talking about that one day. Huh. So there's just a lot of weird... I think huh. the the main takeaway from the Ancient Aliens episode was I liked the Astraeus thing with Pythagoras. I think that is very interesting. I think maybe that's a little more mixed up in mythology more than aliens. But also, I think you could consider mythology maybe aliens because they are people that are, oh. live in the sky. I mean, there's so many stories. Like, even... Literally, the Bible has, like, angels, like, sleeping with yep. men. It's like, that's all over yep. the place. So... Yeah, and, like, you know... Like, that. that's... I feel like that's... I feel like, like, aliens or, like, some... some Something has been messing with us for a long time. 
And that's a that's a good example. All of those mythologies are just like, yes, the angels came down, the Anunnaki yep. or whatever came down, or like, yep, yeah. There's so many different stories about that. I'm just like, this is this is very suspicious to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, of course, I don't know if it's true or not, but it seems kind of suspicious. Well, it's like a lot of like like Greek mythology. You know, it's related to planetary systems, literally in the sky. Like, so I don't know. I. Zeus. Yes, Zeus was an alien. Sorry, if Zeus slept with everyone, Zeus was def- like if Zeus was an alien, like, he was busy. Yeah, and all he of his busy. kids who were like demigods or whatever, they're star children. There you go. Yeah. So I think like in the context of Pythagoras, I think that intent the intent there was more mythological, but I also think that a lot of mythology could be thought of as aliens or could have been aliens. So yeah, but they were just trying to yeah. correlate those things. So my main takeaway from that was, like, there are, factually, there are exceptional children in the world that can do things beyond a normal child's capability. And then they grow into adults that are also exceptional and usually, you know, do great things. I think it is interesting to to hypothesize that these people mm-hmm. are have some sort of external genetic influence from another race or perhaps aliens, maybe it's simply aliens abducting and experimenting on people. And like, these are the children they conceive because aliens mess with the DNA a little bit. Like, I, I do think that is interesting. I don't know about that. I, that I'm behind aliens, like mating with humans, but like, you know, maybe messing a little bit to bump up evolution makes sense to me. Yeah. Which is interesting because of the stuff that I looked into, their kids don't look human so they don't leave them on earth like the they take them and the aliens have them and they introduce them to the kids and they're just like this is your kid and they're like okay (laughs) which is yeah so i actually have a clip that we can all watch of uh the documentary from from the website i will link it because oh boy oh boy this is the website enjoy will will we i have a okay okay this is the website which i found this lady who runs this is a support group for hybrid mothers oh not even not even kidding this is a support group for hybrid mothers so they have a forum they have a support group um and there's a documentary and i liked this clip because it talks about caves stop our favorite thing it's actually a pretty good documentary Yeah, even aliens can be terrible parents. They need therapy. They need alien therapy. So yeah, this one talks about caves. We're going to bring it up. It's it's one clip. So I'm going to hopefully my OBS works because I tried to get it to to work well. Okay. Yes. All right, listen. Hopefully you can hear it. And they should still be able to hear us, but I don't know if you'll see it in uh, real time. Oh yeah, I'm going to mute myself so. so I can listen slightly behind you. Okay. All right. I'm going to play it now. Tonight, I was dead, and I woke up in a cave. I can feel the cold, damp feeling on my feet. It's lit up with light, but I can't see the source of the light. And there's a gray there with a little girl. And she didn't look right. She was pale and... She had, her hair was streamy and 
kind of a dirty blonde color. She has a nose, but it's small. She had huge blue eyes, and and I can't take my eyes off of her face because I'm I'm trying to see me in her, and I don't. And he brought her to me, and he said, "She's yours," which threw me because I can't I can barely accept this. This sounds insane. I realized it. I was shocked. I didn't question whether he was telling me the truth or not. It's just, I find strange now, but I knew he was telling me the truth. And he, he, he walked her up to me and told me to mother her. And I took it to me, show her affection. She never once opened her mouth. She never spoke verbally. I could tell something was wrong. And um, I don't know... I don't know whether it's just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, she was sick. I don't know if she just needed to learn about affection. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but something wasn't right. Like she was emanating her feelings about me very strongly. Don't come near me. I don't want anything to do with you. But I also noticed she was obedient to the grave. She never showed any expression on her face. She stared at me and just telepathically let me know, I don't want anything to do with you. And so since it wasn't going the way that the gray wanted it to go, I was taken back home. And I've never seen her since. And I don't know if, do they lie? You know, is it a lie? Is it possible that that, that wasn't mine? You know, I don't know. And if so, why, why would God allow that? It's just hard. It's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, so that's... <laughs> Kayla's face! <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's one of the many stories in this documentary. Why is it a cave? Why, yeah, Kayla? I guess, like, he want, He was like, oh, let's go somewhere private. I don't know. <laughs> like a cave? I don't yeah, uh, the drawing is a lot for me. To yeah, it's in. a little bit. Um, it's a little bit. The drawing is a precious lot. moments Bible up in there. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's a that is a very typical story from all the research that I did of that of multiple people in this doc in this documentary in particular, and the other show that I watch watched was people being shown these kids with big eyes. Like, why big eyes? Like, and in, and there were people talking about how they literally would go to the doctor and they had been diag- diagnosed, they had been diagnosed as pregnant. Like, they had said that they were pregnant and they would go to the doctor, like, after being told they were pregnant and the fetus is just gone after they have one of these dreams. Oh, I hate that. Like, they'll have a dream. They, yeah, and that they said that, like, like, this is multiple people saying, like, that they had a dream that, like, some... They were abducted and, like, again, same thing, like, needle in their belly button or, like, weird surgery. And then they go home and, like, their fetus is literally gone. That's awful. So, I'm, and I'm just like, is this all, like, legit or do these people just have, like, a very niche cake? <laughs> like, Could be. <laughs> like, I'm just like, 
look, no judgment, but like maybe their kink is just reporting alien abductions being taken fetuses. I, I don't just know. feel I I okay I I will believe most things that you tell me, but that is. For some reason, a bit of stretch for me that that the alien would be like, "This is yours," and then when she just sits I there, know. the alien's like, "All right, bye. Would... I guess I'll take it." Yeah, because why would they care? Yeah, they would not care. Like, they would, would probably they... like. I could see an alien leaving the child there and like flying off and being like, "Good luck." Like, why would he need to introduce them? Right, and but like, and also like, why do they have those like big eyes? Like, why do they have those like those weird? like alien eyes that apparently are a well interestingly one of the things they talk about on that ancient aliens episode is the fact that black-eyed children are star children or they make that connection no i hate no yeah yeah they no, talk about are, it because no. they bring up the story about <sighs> the kids going to someone's house late at night knocking on the door and just being really threatening and having like large black eyes and they they connect star, star children with black eyed children yeah. which i'm like okay that. that makes a little sense i could see that i also hate yeah it, i though. hate that but i do think that that is more um, that is the most feasible explanation yeah they actually in that in this documentary they talk about the nordics as well doing this one guy actually talked about the Nordics as... I thought this was really interesting, actually. He had a bunch of experiences with the Nordics. And he was walking down a hallway, I guess, like with a Nordic alien in this experience. And he said that he felt weird and could almost tell that the Nordic image was a projection. That it was actually like a different alien species projecting as the Ooh. Nordics to make us comfortable. Which, that That's makes like sense. That's contact. <laughs> yeah, like, they're projecting, like, oh, no, they're, and, like, the only thing, I mean, they're just, like, this is a human, like, a generic human person, like, I don't know why they all look Nordic, like, that seems kind of Yeah, racist, a little bit. But, like, <laughs> a little bit. But, like, a little bit. But, like, I, it, that seemed like an interesting idea that it's actually just a, maybe even, like, a, a brain projection, like, something in, in something that, like, that they project that just makes humans see them as humans. yeah i don't know i thought that was yeah like, that that's one of my favorite things about contact is that concept that aliens would be like you you literally can't perceive us without perceive like losing us? your mind so we're just gonna look like whatever because we have the capability of doing that I'm like yeah i buy that yeah no for sure yeah so that guy's story was really interesting he was abducted a bunch of times and uh like lost a bunch of weight like got like really frail because of what they were doing to him like it's like a whole thing, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And he has like a, he has a, a like sound bite where he's like, not all aliens are like nice. And I'm like, oh, what, dude? I don't know if any of these aliens are nice. Like, we're, I don't want any of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. Out. Just let me live my life. Yeah, I know. I can't deal with it if aliens are racist. Like, we deal with enough of that. If they're racist yeah. too, like, I'm out. Oh. That's enough. This goes along with that one article I found that I was telling you about that I did not read in depth, but I I saw the title and I was like, great, good. I'll pull this up. <laughs> it's from irishmirror.ie and it says, woman had sex with aliens and gave birth to hybrid babies and so might you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes. The, the, yes. The mums claim to have given birth to half-alien children who live with their fathers on giant spaceships and claim other women simply don't realize it. So, 
this do you i'm just gonna read this article because i feel like it's yeah please do i i want to hear it i'm ready. so it says a group of women are claiming they have children which were fathered by aliens who live with their dads on giant spaceships and describe their sexual encounters with them as the quote-unquote best they've ever had <laughs> oh my god that's the best that's the best one i've heard so far yes like and not even like not even anything else just like it was, it was great. great it was the best it was great it was great. Uh, the hybrid baby community believe aliens have been harvesting their DNA to create children that combine the best of both human and alien characteristics over a period of several years. According to two women who claim to have mothered children with aliens, the conceptions either happen either through artificial insemination or real sexual encounters. Former marketing executive Bridget Nielsen and video game designer Aluna Verse claim that between them they have had 13 children with aliens. Indeed, Bridget, 27, said the sex was the best ever and that thousands of women around the world are missing out on such experiences because they have actually had hybrid children with aliens but don't realize it. She refutes claims pointing to a lack of evidence of such encounters, saying the extraterrestrial creatures only take women who on some level want to be taken. Although she lives with her father in the USA in Sedona, Arizona, she claims to have had regular contact with aliens and now has 10 hybrid children, four boys and six girls. Sedona, Arizona is like where all of the like new like QAnon people go to like to be like spiritually awakened. Yes, I just like listened to a whole podcast about it. So it's I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, it's always. Oh, my God. Well, she said, they are not just taking our children, they are creating a hybrid race to better humanity. The the mums have produced drawings of what their hybrid children look like, and while some have human characteristics, most display reptilian features with big black eyes. Recalling a sexual encounter with an alien on board a spaceship, Bridget said, it was a great, it was great. I'm not going to keep reading how she describes it. She just says it's great. (laughs) No, I don't want to hear it. She talks about it for way too long. I don't want to hear it, No. Speaking about her own conception, mum of three alien children, Aluna, 23 from Los Angeles, added, I was in a classroom setting with other humans. All of a sudden, I'm... S- I lied. I, I lied. You want to hear how she described it? <laughs> okay. Just, like, give me a summary. It's just it's two long sentences, so I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. It was, it was great. It was an incredible, super primal, super raw, super no! primal sexual experience. There was a real, there was real, there was a real freedom and we were really going for it. It was the best sex I ever had. No, 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 (laughs) no. Oh my God. This reminds me, do you get the book talk stuff? Like all the book talk on TikTok where, cause I've I've been reading and I, I search books and then I get the book talk recommendations. No, because TikTok showed me another dead bird the other day. TikTok for some reason like keeps showing me birds getting sick or That's dead. Disgusting. Like someone Yeah, someone did a dove <sighs> release and it showed the dove getting hit by a car. And I was like, I didn't want to see this. So like I don't know what's wrong with my algorithm or whatever. I like wanted to see birds and now it's showing me like dead That's birds. Awful. And it's horrible. So I need to figure out how to like not you have see to, like, that stuff. Hold down it, and then you can put like I'm not interested in this and then it'll start fading. Yeah, it because out. Gives me a bad day. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that stuff. That's awful. So. Well. Yeah. So anyway, but I, yes, explain. So book, book talk, talk is just people, it's like TikTok reading books and they're really into a book series called Ice Planet Barbarians right now. And it's about, it's a sexy okay. book about Ice Planet Barbarian Aliens 
and like their their human brides that they kidnap. And I've like nice. absorbed okay. the entire plot via book talk. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to read this. So this person sounds like an Ice Planet Barbarians person. So yeah. that's yeah. This I'm getting like really intense romance yep. novel vibes from this primal encounter that they. Well, had. so who is this person? Aluna. So she, so Aluna said she was in a classroom when her experience happened. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting next to this green reptilian creature and immediately I'm so oh turned God. on looking at this being. No. I was very surprised. We made love in the classroom in front of everyone. Everyone turned their attention to us. No. It sounds crazy and people have asked if I'm off my meds, but this is really happening. Aluna says she was taken on board the ship in a dream state and described the sex as one of her most vivid memories. I feel like this is getting so inappropriate. Some of the women in the... <laughs> Like, who is this reporter? They're like, yeah, like, just say whatever. I'm going to report on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's us. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, Some of the women in the hybrid baby community, which have members age 19 and some in their 60s, claim to have more than 10 children with aliens. However, they never meet their children on Earth. And Bridget said there is a sadness because you cannot be with them. We believe there may be hundreds of thousands of women across the world who have hybrid babies. They just don't know about them. Because the women have chosen to be open about their encounters with aliens, most admit they have struggled in the real world. Bridget has failed to tie down a relationship, and her friends told her that coming clean would ruin her credibility for a future career in advertising and public relations. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a scaly. It's just like, they're just like, just a lizard furry. Yeah. They could have had that encounter in real life. Like, it's... Maybe they just went to a convention and got lost. It's weird. So Bridget says she lost one child to devastating circumstances when it didn't form properly. And she said aliens take women's eggs mainly on board their spaceships, but that it can happen on Earth. And she said that she saw a ship in the sky and moments later her ovaries ached. I'm sorry. (laughs) That sounds like one of those examples of like romance novels written by men. You know what I'm saying? Like, where they're just like, oh, yes, like... When your ovaries like, ache, you know it's time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds like that doesn't sound... Well... Also, Bees of War asked a very important question, which is, why are all the hybrid mothers straight? Like, where where are the lesbian hybrid right? mothers? Like, what... Like, if it's unwilling and you're just getting abducted, then anyone who has a re- reproductive organ should be able to be a, a hybrid parent. Well, she Bridget so. uh, does describe how you may be, you may have hybrid children and not know it if you would like to know. Oh, okay. Okay. So Bridget said there are certain things that you could look for in your life that might suggest that you have had hybrid children. She said there are signs you can look for, such as recurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, missing times or false pregnancies. These could mean you have hybrid children. Okay. Are they looking for specific DNA? So in the stuff that I watch, they are. They're taking our DNA is the whole point. Like the stuff that Kayla went through seems like a little bit different, that they're taking like children. Yeah, that they're like, well, it's it seems like that more that they have influenced evolution, like in perhaps inserted some of their DNA, perhaps they have just altered human DNA so that way their children are smarter and better. That's what my takeaway right. was from what I watched. Like alien influence into our evolution created star children, not the aliens had <laughs> sex with people and made children. Like that's not what I got from it. Yeah. Um, the, I did want to offer up the alternative side, the argument against your, your theory, 
which uh, yeah. is an article titled, NASA warns alien life may not be fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> which, was, which was published in March of this year, so recent. I'm really glad that our tax dollars are being spent on our Yes, it's like great. <laughs> so this is from the Beaverton.com. I've never heard of it, but the article is great. So it says, following okay. a recent uptick in UFO interest, NASA cautioned curious citizens against the notion that extraterrestrial life will be sexually desirable. <laughs> NASA's interstellar sexual health spokesperson, Clarice Cravolt, decried the golden age of sci-fi in the 60s and 70s for creating unrealistic templates for attractive aliens. And is quoted as saying, horny writers who were paid by the word to appeal to teenagers set a standard that lingers to this day. Do not expect aliens to be ageless nymphic figures that are fascinated by our naive ways or statuesque stoic warriors who somehow find nebbish heroes charming. Miss, Mrs. Cravolt sternly condemned the popular assumption that aliens will be attractive humanoids with quirky secondary traits. What would be the evolutionary advantage for having cat-like eyes or tentacle hair? Seriously? NASA released an accompanying document to inform citizens who await close encounters of the carnal kind of the wide variety of unappealing phenotypes that could exist in the universe. It is entirely possible that first contact takes place with insectoid creatures who lay thousands of glittering eggs. A self-reproducing slime would also have no use for our rudimentary genitals. If the aliens are a gaseous <laughs> sprite that communicates telepathically, what? where would you even how? NASA later clarified that this announcement is the first step to preparing humanity for intergalactic relations. There's a pervasive idea that a repulsive meat-based species full of blood pus and other fluids can somehow put on a Starfleet uniform and charm one that has gotten its shit together and explored the stars. We don't want your baser instinct to embarrass us in front of the intergalactic community. (laughs) For now, faced with the dark expanse of an empty sky, humanity can only dream. So. Uh... Also, everyone in chat is getting sent to Pony Jail <laughs> for everything they're talking about. Yes, we get it. People would 100% bang slimes. Everyone's into everything. They don't understand how desperate humans are. Pony I think that's jail. the point of the article. Because they were like tentacle hair, yes. gelatinous, and I'm like, oh yeah. And they're like, no, no, people will still bang that though. I'm like, they're saying, no, you wouldn't want them. Like, yeah, they're like, they no, will, they would be giant insect. They will, that's fine. <laughs> that's also good. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, they will, though. Oh. So that's that's that article. And then the last thing that's I brought great. to the table was the, the questions you can ask yourself to determine if you're a star child. Yes, yes, here we go. We're going to find out if I'm a star yes. child. So yes. feel free, chat, in the chat to answer these questions as well. I'm so excited. We're going to find out if we're star children right so, now. So, for, for real. real, real, this is from InsightState.com. Uh, was written in March of this year. So, are you a star child? 12 traits of starseed children. So, they start out by defining star children, which we know. We are well-versed now into yeah. what they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got my notes. All right. All right. So, list of the 12 characteristics of star children. Number one, psychic abilities. Do you have <laughs> psychic abilities? <laughs> That's a... I don't think so. <laughs> so... I like woke up before the nursing home called me to tell me my. Oh, okay, died. that's psychic. Like, yeah, that's psychic up. abilities. Is yeah, that I'm gonna psychic? count that. That's that could be. I'm gonna <laughs> count gonna that count as that? yes. One okay. yes. <laughs> Put a yes down. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go for it. Yes. Number two. Yes. Deep thinkers from a young age. Are you a deep thinker from a young age? I mean, 
Have I had existential dread yeah. since a young age? Okay, so yes. yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, we're two, two for two. Two, okay. two for two. All right. Number three. High energy level. Okay. Do you have a high energy level? Uh, I mean, when you're a kid, yeah, but not now. Um, Let's see. Do they define it only as a child? It does say they don't... Okay, they have little definitions under each section. So this one says okay. they don't have much in common with many other people and sometimes cannot understand why people like what they like, think what they think, and do what they do. They tend to feel much better and lighter in energy when they are around higher vibrational people who are more consciously aware because these lighter individuals seem to just get it while no one else seems tuned in. So I think... Oh, they I mean, mean like I, you're on a you're on a different level, not like you're energetic. I mean... Yeah, but that was just because I like to play Baldur's Gate. Like, oh, okay, Baldur's Gate. That's a game. yes. You're on a you're on a higher <laughs> level, higher level than others. Okay. No one else wanted to play P- Planescape Torment in school because it was like reading a novel. So yeah, yeah, you're on that higher level than everyone else. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. Number four. Do you remember your past lives? Oh my god, I did have like a spooky like dream as a kid that I thought was a past. Okay, life. yes. I had this, like, okay, but the dream was really spooky. Like, I would have this, I don't know if it was, like, a reoccurring dream, but, like, I had this dream where I was, like, walking down a sidewalk more than once, and I was, like, I felt like a wind and, like, a hot air, like, press, like, smashed me down against the sidewalk, and I smelled batteries. Oh, yeah. So we like, talked about that in before. In a past life. Yeah. In a past life, was I exploded by, like, a bomb or yes. something? Who knows? So we'll say yes. Yeah, so we'll say, say yes. yes. Number five. Are you spiritual but not religious? Uh, not religious. So I guess yes. Yeah, it's it's but basically like, saying you. I like harvest holidays. Yeah, we so like those. Much. All right, so it says they may con- consequently reject belief and okay. start formulating your their own system of belief. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I like nature. Yeah. So yes. Sure. Okay. I did watch that Netflix documentary about the kid who couldn't knew all of his past life details. I actually, we should do an episode on that because I actually really hate it. It's well, really remember spooky. Armin said he would do past life regressions with us. Oh, that's so I want to do that. No. Okay. Number six. Are you an empath? Okay. I mean, that's just like not having boundaries and just like having shitty. So parents, yes. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Confirmed. So you do everything for other people. I'm getting, I got six out of six. I know, guesses. this is really scary. Apparently I we're, an alien. We're, we still got some, we still got a way to go. Okay, okay, okay. Number seven, alternative medicine. Do you prefer to work in the creative and alternative medicine fields, such as healing, helping, no. or searching for your own truths and your personal mission through studying systems of higher wisdom, writing their biographies, or as to clear problems or understand their purpose? So do you do you do anything to find your own truth? I mean, I use like tarot cards. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> wait, wait, we're just putting no, yes I mean, for I mean, that makes sense to me. You go out and you go out and do forest bathing for your mental health, right? That's true. But like, I don't know. This seems, uh, this seems pretty no, broad. No, and it seems like straight no, okay. yes answers science. to me. Hard science. All right. Okay. Number eight. Do okay. you have improved DNA? Yes. Improved DNA. <laughs> so, do you have the crystal gene, which allows clearer guidance with beings on other dimensions? What? I don't know. How can you check this? Um, I'm going to say yes, because you had a ghost experience that one time where you smelled that ghost. Okay. Okay, I smelled a ghost, so we're just putting yeah. yes. I smelled a ghost once. 
Great. 20, 23 and me says that I have like 1% unknown DNA. Yeah. So maybe that's oh, it. Oh, yep. And you smelled that ghost yeah. that one time. So you have. Yeah. You, you have. Oh, okay. Number nine. Yeah. Love for animals in nature. I do love animals in nature. Mm. I do. Yes. Okay. All right. We're, we're in the home stretch right. now. Number okay. 10. Unique physical appearance. For example, elongated necks, compelling eyes, atypical body structure, oddly shaped skulls, etc. I, I have a really long torso. So whatever alien it's true, that I came you do. From was, just, was just all torso and little legs. Yeah, you have a really long torso. Just little. Because when things are too long so, yes. for me, I just send them to you. <laughs> yeah, and they all fit me because my torso is so inhumanly long. So, yes, confirmed. Long torso, confirmed. I have also extremely small, deep set <laughs> eyes <laughs> and extremely small. And one of them doesn't work right. Oh, so. unique appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. All right. Number 11. Do you help humanity? Yes, you no. do. You help me. No. So, yes. <laughs> Confirmed. Okay, all yeses so far. All right, last question. This is this is it. This is for to know okay. if you are a star okay. child. Okay. You feel different from other people around you. Who doesn't? Whoa! Like, I feel like that's the human condition. Whoa. Star right. child confirmed. All right, so I'm a star child. Cool. What does that mean? Does my DNA, like, have made a crystal Yeah, you have crystal DNA. You you yeah. exist okay. higher energy than other people because you played Baldur's oh, right. Gate as a child. <laughs> Too much. Starseed confirmed. <laughs> I think your mom has some oh explaining God. to do. Like, geez. Did she ever, do you find her diary and she's going to talk about this, like, experience? No. Yeah. <sighs> I and No, I don't think so. I mean, she just... She didn't leave. Maybe she did get abducted that one time. Story. She could have been. My granny too could have been. I told you when they died, when she died, they found like a thing in her arm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe yeah. down the line, your DNA was they, tampered with. They found something like metallic in her arm when they did her like, uh, I don't know. Post oh, the autopsy thing. Well, she didn't need an autopsy because she just oh. died of cancer, but they do like a, like, I don't know, I don't know what it's called. Like, yeah. Like something to like. I don't know, but she had a thing in her arm. So that's weird. Yeah, that sounds that's like weird. aliens tampered with your family's DNA, and now you are the result. Yeah, probably. A star seed. My mom, my mom did tell me that she thinks she got MS from aliens, and I felt like that was a little no. far-fetched. I, I like that as being an answer for something that is very unfair. Like... It, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a very unfair illness, so... But I don't think aliens were the answer. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so now that we know that we're star seeds. I'm just gonna say okay. two. Does that mean that we can like call call? I up? wish. Like, be like, what up, Garrus? Like, <laughs> what up? <laughs> turns out we can. Turns out everything's cool. Uh, wow. Well, I apologize for this, <laughs> this episode. It is relatively fascinating. Okay, like, so the good news is, uh, if you're a member of our, is it the fifteen dollars yes, tier? The fifteen dollar tier. Yeah, if you're a member of our patch tier on Patreon, or even if you just want to join this month or whatever, you'll still get a patch, and then you can cancel. Who cares? Like, have fun. But we're going to do a Patreon-exclusive screening of the Star Children documentary by the lady who says that she was abducted and had, like, a bunch of children. Two two wonderful uh, hours, called... right? 
<laughs> two wonderful hours. It's um, the clip that we just showed is from that. So we're going to watch it together for this month's uh, Patreon exclusive episode. Two wonderful hours of people's interviews about Star Children. It might get inappropriate. I don't know, but we're going to watch it's it. It's probably going to get inappropriate because I can't contain myself. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it is a movie. It might be the butthole cut of the Star Children. I've never had to watch Cats, and I'm going to live the rest of my life with that. Oh, never going to see it. <laughs> so bad. Oh, well, it makes you really lose respect for Ian McKellen. Yeah, I can imagine. Just like, oh, oh no, he's a cat man. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we're gonna we'll announce it in the Patreon. Um, we'll probably watch it in the Patreon yeah. Discord channel. So, so yeah, if you're not in that Discord and you are a patron at that tier, DM me on Discord. I think I've cleaned up most of them, but DM me because it's a little hard because I have to hunt you down on Discord and give you the role. So shoot me a message, yeah. please. So we're we're gonna figure out how to do it and stuff. And I want to do more like screenings. We're gonna we're gonna have some more Tapa Chicos. Oh my God. It is kind of like mystery science theater, but like with, <laughs> with, uh, uh, I guess alien conspiracy. It's going to be fun. I'm uh, excited. So it's, it's going to be two hours. So double the length of our normal yeah. Patreon episode as well. And then we're hoping to record it and put it up for all patrons, no. right? Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll record. My plan is we're going to record the audio of us mm-hmm. talking over it. Um, and then. If you're in the lower patron tiers, you can just rent it on Amazon or whatever and then play the audio over like a riff track. Yeah. That's my plan. Um, Also, because I don't want to take away all of the money from the artist. So, like, if you want to watch it, then, yeah. Because there's less of us in the higher tier. So it's, like, more of just, like, a fun Yeah, a little movie theater moment. But that way, and we'll make sure to announce, like, when we're hitting play and stuff on the audio track. So that'll make it easy. Yeah, so... So it'll just be like a riff tracks if you're in the regular Patreon tiers, um, which is fun. Watch it with your friends. Enjoy. 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 Yeah. So that's coming up. That's going to be exciting. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Do you want to do a few stories yeah. before we sign off from this this uh, very questionable? Yeah, I'm episode? sorry. I Well, I'm not sorry, actually, because the last time I was sorry, no, it, was it was the vampire I... thing, and that was a good episode. No. I enjoyed this episode, honestly. I think... I think there's a lot of very interesting parallels between these hybrid alien situations and all of the, like, mythology mm-hmm. of of the past with, like, with Greek and Roman and and Egyptian. There's a lot of those, like, oh, they came from the sky. And, and even, the, even the New Testament Bible, you know, angels are having sex with people. I think there's, I think there's a lot. There's a lot to say. I think so, my I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a story in a couple parts to give my 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 voice a break from speaking. I'm still a little oh yeah, snotty. Please. My takeaway, I, I still 100% believe that the the takeaway is that aliens have at some point tampered with human evolution. I think that that's what it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I believe. Like, sure, I will. We'll, I'll reserve my judgment on the 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 validity of this lady's story that we're going to listen to on Friday. I'll reserve my judgment because right now I feel kind of like wishy-washy on it. Yeah, no, I do too. I do too. Maybe it'll convince me. I do too. I definitely think they've had experiences. Are they physical experiences? I don't know. Yeah. Or are they just just like dreams or hallucinations or something? I don't know. But we'll have to we'll, we'll come to a decision. 
We'll figure it we out. We will. We will figure it out together. All right. Everyone get ready for story time while Kayla takes a voice break. Here we go. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at spookysaturdaystories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Uh, this is from Oh, don't Joel. read the first line because I just <laughs> that gives away if it's fact or fiction. My bad. Okay. Uh, my friend and I were 19 and were PAs on a local horror movie that was being filmed in the abandoned Northern Sli- State Mental Asylum in Cedra Woolley, Washington. The history of this place is, as Zach Baggins would say, a perfect recipe for trapped souls, and it constantly delivers on the spookiness. Shadow figures, power fluctuations, one hallway that would make our walkie-talkies burst with static, and full-on intelligent ghost activity. This is the story of the spookiest thing that happened to me. Being a poor college kid working sometimes for 12 or 14 hours on set for free. Ugh, that's rough. My diet consisted entirely of the meals provided on set and craft services. Hell yeah. After days of van lining chewy granola bars, why are they always chewy granola bars? Why? <laughs> and pounds of Doritos at 2 a.m. on the fifth day, I was experiencing what could be char- charitably described as intestinal distress. Ugh. We were in the main facility, and the only working running water on the campus was in an old church building in the center of the grounds. Given that most of the building had no power and it was pitch black, I asked my friend to come to the bathroom with me, even though we were the only two PAs on set. Making our way to the church through the dark and water-damaged halls of the asylum was harrowing, but we made it without incident, and I was soon in the stall of the bathroom set to attempt to deal with my constipation. (laughs) Things were not moving, and after a few minutes, to my surprise, I heard the big metal doors of the church fly open with a crash and heard a man's voice, low, gruff, and angry. That was kind of muffled, but I distinctly heard my name. In that moment, despite how odd and unfamiliar the voice sounded, I assumed it was the gaffer or maybe one of the grips coming to yell at us for ditching set. But as I had thought, as I had that thought, my friend starts shouting, Oh, fuck, Joel, the the doors just opened by themselves. Please hurry up, dude. In a clear panic, it then dawned on me that the voice that I heard say my name belonged to no one, at least no one alive. And that thought literally scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I dropped, flushed, and ran out of there. My friend was waiting, still looking at the door. He had tried to take a picture with his cell phone to capture any figure that might have caused it, but got nothing. Important points. The metal doors were heavy, and it was not a windy day. Two, speaking of heavy, my friend was 6'2 and 320 pounds at the time, and I could hear his footsteps. There was no way he could have moved up to the doors, opened them, and moved far enough back to take the picture that he did without me hearing it. My friend has the sweet, high-pitched voice of an angel, and the church was incredibly echoey. The voice that said my name sounded oddly close, without an echo, and was far too low to be my friend playing a prank. Ugh. No! <laughs> I do hope that you washed your hands, Joel, but if a ghost was after me, like, washing my hands isn't the most important yeah. thing right then. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sorry, ghost. Or, or they didn't mention wiping either. I mean, this is, this is a crisis situation, so it's, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, so I saw if it was fact or fiction, so now chat has to... Yeah, you guys have to guess. Yeah. Ooh, faction. I see fact. It's a good story. Also, I appreciate the the poop the the play by play of the of the poop facts. <laughs> the, poop, the poop situation. Yeah. I mean, those are panicky situations. I understand. Like 
That's right. you're it's vulnerable. Right. You're vulnerable. It's human. It's a human reaction. Fiction, no. So there are chewy granola bars are a very specific thing here in the U.S. If yeah. you're not here, they're gross. I hate them. Yeah. They're, they're really moist. Nasty. They're moist. There's clearly a lot of preservatives in them. Like I, and they're always on crafty tables. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Well, chat. I will let you know that some of you got it right. This is 100% true. It's fact. It is fact. It happened. Which is awful. <laughs> and it's okay, Joel. It's not too gross for our show. We just talked about <laughs> alien babies for an hour. We just talked about alien sex. It's fine. Yeah. I mark this show on YouTube as not for kids. So it's okay. <laughs> That's scary, though. That's really scary. Yeah, that scary. is scary. I don't like that. I don't like the thought of, like, being vulnerable. That's, like, my my primal fear that someone is always hiding in the shower, so I have to check on the shower curtain. No. Same thing. Like, I would hate to be on the toilet and, like, an alien jump out and be like, here's your baby. No! "No." (laughs) Keep it or don't. Just leave. Just keep it. You take it home with you. Goodbye. Yeah. If you want another break, I can read the next story. I don't mind. No, I'm good. I got one. Okay. All right. I might. I might. All right. Here we go. This one comes from Dylan. Dylan says, I work in a group home for adults on the autistic spectrum, and the majority of their residents are up there in age. As such, they have their fair share of loved ones and friends pass away, some of them while living in the house. Randomly, they talk to their housemates who have passed on while staring into blank spaces in the living room. And it's always, oh, insert name here, stop that, or insert name here is a bad girl. I also do overnights at this house once a week, and that is when the activity in the house really picks up. I've sworn up and down that I've seen people walking around in the other end of the hallway when everyone is asleep, and I will feel like people are looking at me when I'm folding laundry in the middle of the night. I haven't seen any, but other staff have told me they straight up see apparitions. The most recent one was a yellow outline of a woman who the staff says feel like they had blonde hair and fits the description of a resident from years ago. No. What? Yeah. No. Very strange. No. Uh, that's got to be true. Like, that's, yeah. I, I almost, like, I feel like any sort of, like, elderly home or anything is, like, prime ghost territory. Yeah. Yeah. It would definitely be haunted. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's true. And I also, like, it's kind of sweet that they talk to them. I know. I like that. Like, I would, I would hope that someone would talk to me after I passed away. Yeah. Like, I also like the don't do that. Like, the ghosts are being sassy. <laughs> Like, Stop. Like, I'm gonna knock it off, and they're like, "Don't, don't I do I it." I say it's a fact. Well, you got it. This Whoa. one is 100 percent true. That's again, it's kind of sweet, but also spooky. Agreed. Yeah, interesting. It's it's a it's an interesting setting, and it's it sounds like nothing's malevolent. No, so that's nice. No, it doesn't seem like anyone's like suffering for it. They're just kind of like, "Oh hey, oh hey, friend." Oh, thank you. Who sent that story in? Ooh, let me look. I just closed it because I was sending you another one. Okay. <laughs> it was Dylan, I believe. Okay, thank you, Dylan. Yes, it was Dylan. He, him. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Okay, we'll do one more. One more story. Here we go. You ready? Yes. All right, this is from Anonymous. This happened when I was a teenager living in New Mexico. There had been reports of unknown lights out in the desert recently, but I personally didn't think they were anything unusual. I was busy the whole day and collapsed into bed around 9, immediately passing out. I woke up 
sometime later that night. I couldn't move or speak, but I could still see and hear. At first, I assumed it was sleep paralysis, as the room flooded with a blue light from outside. Just as suddenly as it appeared, it was gone. I figured this is where it ended, but as I tried and failed to make my body move, my eyes were drawn to a gentle creak from one corner of my room. Standing there was a tall, thin humanoid figure with pale yellow skin. Its head touched the ceiling as it stood there, staring me down. I couldn't see a mouth, but its eyes looked sad. As it lowered itself, I could perceive movement all around, but not what was moving. At that moment, I felt something press against my ribs, poking and prodding around them. The creature got closer, and now I could see its arms and legs were faded from yellow to black, and the long tendril-like fingers writhing around it. As it got close, I felt something wrap around my left wrist and tighten. I looked and saw it was one of its fingers. Then I froze as I saw it lower its head to mine and stay there, as if listening for something. Suddenly, it straightened itself, releasing my wrist and giving my ribs a break. As it retreated back into the corner, there was another flash of blue light and it was gone. I could finally move again, though I refused to leave my bed for the rest of the night. As it turns out, that night several people claimed to have seen a glowing pillar-shaped object in the skies. I don't want to believe they're related, but what other choice is there? Ah! Are they? It's a shape, it's a shape in the sky! No, I can't, no. No, no. No, no, no. No, no. I don't want any shapes in the sky. I will say, though, I feel like there are too many tropes in this one story, so I'm going to have to say it's fiction. Too many tropes Mm. in one story. It's gross skin, pale, grabbing wrists. Grabbing wrists. Shapes. You always throw in shapes Shapes in the sky. I know. Hmm. Well, unfortunately for you, you got it. It's it's fake. I knew it. (laughs) We created it. You say shapes in the sky. I know you're trying to get me. I got. You're trying to get. You're trying to get got. Trying to get got. I know. But it was a good story though, and made me sad. I mean, scared. <laughs> and sad. And sad. <laughs> Not the wrists. Not the yes. wrists. Please no. I do. <laughs> the light switch. <laughs> the light switch is when it's fiction. Shapes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in for this lovely episode today. I love doing this show. It's so much fun. I, me too. It gives me just something to focus on that is has low stakes during the week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which brings me joy. And I hope we're just goofing. You, yeah, I hope it brings you joy as well. Though sometimes it gives us interesting topics. Um, <laughs> oh my god. And uh, we will be back next week. I think I think we're good for next week. We're not, we're yep. not busy. I don't think we've decided what we're going to talk about yet. No. I feel like it's too soon to do the book club yet. I know I saw people talking about it, but I haven't gotten through it yet. So yeah, I'm still making my way through. If you do want to be a part of the book club, here it is. The Sasquatch people and their interdimensional connection. (laughs) So look that up. Get it. Join Uh, in on the reading. Abe Books has it for cheap. Mm -hmm. So from what I've gotten so far, it's it's a lot. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, hang out, see you all in the Discord, and we will see you next oh, week. And we will have some merch soon, correct? Yes, we're going to have Spooky Scout shirts that are going to be really cool, actually. Super cool. So that'll be on the We Crowing Hens Etsy shop, so you'll have that. I did want to drop, my our friend Chad Quant and I are revealing a project we've yes. been working on. So it's very cool. If you want to hear about it, then you need to subscribe to our mailing list, which you can access on disconnectordie.com. 
It's it's very cool. I know what it is, and it's incredible, and you should put your email address in it. Kayla won't steal it. She won't send you spam. I won't steal it. It'll it's be fine. worth it. <laughs> I'm working on the first email now, so pro tip, that's going to go out soon, um, and it's going to announce formally what it is, which some of you probably figured it out because I named the username for the MailChimp an obvious name on accident. Uh, whoops. Um, whoops. Uh, but, you know, you know, you'll get the official full name and everything, so that'll be good. Um, so check that out. Uh, I wanted to announce those two things. Do you have anything coming up this week or just we're just going to hang out on Friday and it'll be sweet? I will be at PAX. Yes, that's soon. But I haven't announced what I'm doing yet, but I will be there. So I wish I was there. I'm sad. It's going to be fun. Um, and uh, I can announce that I will have a We Growing Hens table at PAX. So you can get fun, exclusive merch that I'll be there peddling. <laughs> It's going to be great. I'm so excited. So that'll be fun. So you can come say hi. Um, and it'll be, it'll be nice. It'll be weird to be out in public again after all these years. All these yeah. years. All these years. All these it'll years. It'll be good. I wish I was coming there to help, but West said he would help you, and I thanked him. Yes. Uh, yeah, Jared's going to help me too, so. Good. You can come bother West or Jared at the booth, and I'll be doing more stuff at PAX too, so it'll be very fun. But, uh, but Yeah. So we will see you all next week. Keep an eye out on the store because I should be able to list the shirts this week. And again, they're really cool shirts. I'm like excited for them. Me they're too. Yeah. Someone asked if they're going to be as nice as the original Spooky Saturday shirt. Better. They're going to be a lot better. They're a lot yeah. better. Yeah, they're better and they're screen printed like like with paint or with ink versus like yeah. sublimation, which is our last our last Spooky Scout shirts were sublimation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yay. Yay! All right, everyone. We will see you next week. Take care. Keep your eyes on the sky. And uh, send in stories to we or to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com if you have spooky stories. And we will see you next time. Okay, bye. 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 Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to patreon.com slash spooky scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hens. See you next time, scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know.